What's up, guys? It's hey, uh, Through it's the Crate. Yeah. We are back with episode 10. Thank you for tuning in all of these days. <laughs> I was almost going to say years. All yeah. of these days. Um, all, of these day, all of these hours. All, all these hours listening to us talk. Definitely. And you know what? We really appreciate you guys supporting us. Um, we come to you today with a kind of a heavy podcast. Um, we all know what happened, guys. We were all there. Uh, you know, out in Sterling. Out, uh, yeah, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile. Um, there's been a lot of police brutality. Yes, uh, that's been happening. Fatal brutality. Exactly. Uh, and you know, we've all unfortunately been here before, and we've all had these conversations before. But it seems like you know things just keep trugging along. We continue to have the same conversation over and over and over and over again. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to try and talk about this, the the way it it affects us, basically. I mean, uh, I think some of, you know, the things that have really impacted me about this is Mm -hmm. that uh, what are you going to tell your kids you know, if you have kids, if you're trying to raise uh, a child, uh, right? What do you tell them to think about the police? Right. You know, if 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 you have a kid that's five, six, seven right now, and this is what they're seeing on the news, how do you have that conversation with them? Um, depending on the color of your skin, it's going to be pretty different. Yeah, exactly. Um, just to give you guys a little bit of background, if you, I mean, if you're not completely in the know, um. We have dealt with two very graphic, I want to say these are probably two of the most graphic um, shootings that have actually been released to the me- to the public um, in recent years. Yeah. Um, you're able to see um, Alton Sterling getting shot while laying on the ground and you see the blood coming out of his body and you can see his arm beginning to go into to rigor, I believe. Um, and then you also have Philando, Philando, I think it's Philando um, Castile. Yeah, he's sitting there in the car. Yeah. you see the the blood on his shirt. He's sitting there slumped in his seat yeah. in the driver's seat, and you know these are some, some very vivid images that that unfortunately the families families of these um, these people will have to continually see over and over and over. And so I can t- just tell you from my personal experience when I when these things happened. I woke up in the morning and I saw everything that happened. I was just like, it, it gave me a very heavy heart. Like yeah. I, I, I literally teared up and I was t- talking to Christy in the morning, my girlfriend. And I was saying like, shit's got Something's got to stop. Right. Something's got to happen. Like it, it wasn't just that it was the one. It know? wasn't. The first one happened and you're like, oh, this again. And you see the video and you're just like, really again, again, uh, and then it was like almost like the internet was just playing a joke on you mm-hmm. and you got another one. Right. It wasn't even like, it was like seconds later to me. Like I found out about Philando, Philando, like, I don't know, like, like minutes later. And then it's just like, it's, it's something that it's erupting and, and it's continually. So I just wanted to give you guys just a little background, like exactly what we're talking about and exactly why we are 
in this serious mode. I know you guys know, normally hear us like cussing up a storm and talking about a whole bunch of bullshit before we get into our oh, yeah. our shit. But like this is something serious that we actually felt that we wanted to go ahead and speak about. So um, it's definitely something that's weighing heavy on our hearts. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's one of those things that touches everybody. It, it, it impacts everyone. Um, and the reason why this is coming up again uh not just because of the black men that were slayed, um, but there was also a reaction by some crazy person in Dallas yeah. who decided to have a counter to all of these emotions and all of the the passion that's been going on because of the two shootings back to back and retaliate against police. Um, and so it's just been... In such a short time, we've kind of been injected with with all of these different emotions. You know, first it's 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 confusion, it's frustration that is happening again, and then it's uh, just what the hell just happened in Dallas? Right. Um, so yeah, every, all these events are going back to back to back, and it's it's it's, it's one sh- first shooting, second sh- shooting, and then Dallas shooting, and then um, you know things are happening to where. It's it's just it's erupting so fast and and it's it's progressing pretty fast to me like that's just what it seems like you know like, yeah and you know uh, I guess for us it's it's interesting to see how the the hip hop community is is reacting to all of this because you know uh, hip hop is born in the urban environment you know and those are the 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 type of people that are most heavily influenced by uh these uh atrocities right. that keep happening so i you know uh it's, it's definitely from that. yes and it's 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 definitely been in the roots of hip hop from from the very beginning you know um before everyone had a camera phone before everybody was necessarily hooked up to twitter and facebook you know these type of things were still happening it's just People use things like the music to share that message as opposed now they right. don't necessarily have to share the, the music and the songs. They can share a video. They can share mm-hmm. a link. Uh, so it, it's, 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 it's definitely evolved. It um, definitely has. Like Just to give you a little context to what he's saying there, he's basically the Twitter at that time back in the day when the, like when the stuff was happening was the NWAs, was the public enemies, was you know the, um, the people that were speaking out in regards to the um, injustices that were happening in their neighborhoods. And that's basically what hip hop was born out of. They wouldn't let us do what we wanted, what we, they wouldn't let us join in when it came to a lot of the, um, I want to say just extracurricular activities. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we had to make a way on our own. And then we would talk about the way that we weren't being included. And that's what hip hop, you know, kind of birth birth from is just making sure that we tell tell our story right and so that's what what cedric is, is going into right now is just saying that you know we don't ha- we we never really had this much access to to see exactly what is going on when it's happening yeah it's, and so fast after what it, it happens it's almost like you're able to look at the culture under a microscope daily yeah. You can check the polls daily. You mm-hmm. can you can check all the vitals. There's no longer surprises. There's there's no longer weights and, and gaps in the action and the information being passed to fans and being 
passed to those who are impacted by the culture. So it's it's incredible. It's it's a brand new time, you know. Whether it's uh, rap beefs, you know, it's I mean, if you take a day to respond, people are like, come on, man, what are you doing? You're slacking. Yep. I mean, they expect instant responses if not in a song then they expect something back on twitter something on facebook some snapchat snapchat jab whatever right you know like it's 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 so instant it's so quick you know and instant gratification that's what this generation is built on you know but we should use that instantness not just to you know gratify ourselves and make ourselves feel good for a moment Mm -hmm. but it should be to actually understand what's going on in the world around us a little bit more accurately right and and right quicker um mm. so if we're able to actually change things and if politicians and those who are in power and those groups that are able to actually make changes happen can tap into this ability to read the culture quickly mm-hmm. and uh, efficiently then maybe we can actually see some changes happen but you know we can't just keep sitting around on our hands and, you know, hashtagging our way to freedom. Like, it's not going to work. Right. It's, it definitely isn't. And, I, and I'm and i not going to sit here and say that I'm not somebody that's, like, I don't even hashtag any of that shit. Like, the only the only t- stuff I do is because of this podcast. Right. You know, like, if I see something, I'm going to, I I put it out there. But, like, I don't even feel right hashtagging an Alton sterling or a philando crash because like it was it's a person like this is is something way deeper than a fucking hashtag nigga like we're talking about a hashtag right Right. now right like what what are we doing to to make you know make something of this like to to make sure that this doesn't happen again and and i don't know i'm I'm going on tangents right now but (laughs) you know it's just like it just it it gets you emotional you know it's on your skin it does like being you know uh, people of color in this fucking country like but it's 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 crazy because it, in the culture you feel like you are powerless and right and at some point in time you have to realize it's worked that was the whole point it was to make you feel like you were powerless yeah um, american culture just to clarify that right right well i'm talking about mm-hmm. why, how hip-hop culture feels like it's powerless against the the whole establishment right right so uh it's it's very I'm hopeful that moments like this will allow us as a community as a culture to come together to actually impact change right um, but real change you know um, but I feel like you know awareness and getting people excited and using the energy that we have um, to keep people active in it right um, excited and informed right is it is better than nothing right you know so. I'm I'm always excited when when artists try to use a moment to um, make a point. It it can be done cheesy. Yeah, it does. It can, it can be, be done, done cheesy, cheesy, or it can be like something that's like not hopped on, but like something that's like you can be like just trying to do it just because. But excuse me, I I think people know who are doing it for the right reasons and who are doing it for the. Let's put you over to the side real quick. Right. Like all all attention to it is is welcome to make sure that you're we're trying to you know as long as that dialogue is started, but I think it's it's really not actually just to bring it in um you know how you he were saying um you know like artists are trying to you know 
make sure they bring more awareness to it. I think one thing that I actually listened to that Miguel said, um, he wrote a song and he just felt it. And he was like, you know what? I wrote this song and I put it out right away because I couldn't Mm -hmm. sleep. I was thinking Mm -hmm. about it. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. Um, so I just put it out right away. It's on SoundCloud cloud. It's out right now. Um, and he was just like, you know, this, these are the things like the, the, us as artists we need to do because we're the ones that are given the voice. We're the ones that are giving this, this, this talent and this, um, this gift to, to speak to multiple people. Like, you know, that's why music's the universal language. And so sure. he's he's saying, you know, like that's this is what Nina Simone was saying. And Nina yep. Simone, if you think about Nina Simone, she yes. was active in this shit. Yes. I mean, strange uh strange fruit, like all of that stuff that she All was women. you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff that she, she sang about had to do with what was going on during her time and and that was her voice. That was her way of acting out. So I really do appreciate um the artists that are actually using their voice for to to actually say something about this for sure i mean uh jay-z put out a song spiritual i think says a lot but says a lot in a in a very interesting way mm-hmm. you know he's he's kind of coming from a, a a really real place in the song um where in a lot of his other songs he's been talking about money how awesome his life is you know really braggadocious kind of stuff mm-hmm. um but in this one he was really getting to the nitty-gritty of what it's like to be be a black person uh a black young male um inside of um america and just kind of drawing a contrast to the other side um and so i i enjoyed the song um in the way that uh you can enjoy something that is talking about something that's so, uh, so sad. <laughs> right. Did you hear it? What'd you think? Yeah, I definitely heard it. And I thought that, um, he was, he did a really good job at, at basically taking what we're, we're experiencing right now and putting it into song. Um, that intro says it all. I mean, it goes and it says now the works of the flesh are um, now the works of the flesh are manifest, meaning the things that are in the sinful nature, they always come to the surface. That line right there, the things that are in the sinful nature, they always come to surface. And when they come to surface, they come to surface as demons. So like to me, I thought that really resonated with me. Like it's just right. like you know the sinful things in nature are gonna come. Like it's it's gonna happen. Like your karmas are gonna come to you, and so I think that's what he's trying to just preface this with. He's trying to say like, um, I guess that's a that's a reference to the Bible too. But whatever. Um, sorry, I'm not a very religious person. Um, but like to me, when I when I hear that, what, what I first interpreted it as is just like. You know, we know under we understand that these sinful things are happening to our people. These things that are happening, karma is going to come back around. You are not going to you you will be ha- held accountable for what you're doing, and that's it. I understand that this stuff has been going on for years and stuff like that, but like, I, it just sounds like hope to me. Huh? Kind of. See, and but then when because when they yeah you know, and 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 that's why I was really excited about this song. Uh, after I heard it a few times because it was deep and and when I say deep I mean there's many layers to it there's uh many different 
ways that you can think about it. So whenever you can, you have a line in a song or, or when you have uh, a concept in a song and 10 people hear it and 10 people can get 10 different things from it. Yeah. Um, I don't think that takes away from the song at all. If anything, I think that adds to it and says, mm-hmm. you know what? He may not have intended any of those 10 things. It may have been something else. But the fact that he was able to put it together that way to have people talking about it and debating about it and, you know, means that you did a very good job. Uh, yeah, he definitely, yeah, that, I, I get what you're saying. Like, you did a good job putting together a song because there can be multiple different meanings. And the reason why I said that there's hope here, uh, and I don't want you to think that, I like, the fact that the, the demons that have, that come to surface yeah. means hope. Like the thing that I like once everything's out on the table, that means that something's going to get resolved. You know what I'm saying? That's mm. where the hope comes from. And when it, when I, when I think about it, like I know oh, a lot man. of people, okay. You like, maybe I'm taking it a step further than, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You're hopeful, <laughs> man. Uh, I guess uh, old school Obama got to your ass. Oh, shut up. <laughs> like, I, I guess no, no, I, I'm yeah, very I, positive when it comes to shit like that. Like, I'm going to like, I'm going to keep drilling at the problem until until it I get a solution. Okay. And so that's what that that sounds like to a um, optimistic person. OK, but I also see the other side of it. Like I get where. But if you want to go into it, I mean, I, I, I'm totally a pessimist on this. <laughs> um, but I see this as a way of talking more about the culture we have here in America. Right. Um, in that, this is probably because it's something that I feel like I've seen and that's something that has been seen kind of moving in in America's uh, culture for the last, you know, 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. Is this kind of overt or not overt, this covert. Uh, yeah. This, this Covert. This covert. Right. Perfect. Uh, racism right you know people who are kind of feeling angst towards other races and feeling like you know this america is their america and no one else is america mm-hmm. this is what they know don't change my country um uh and this kind of nationalist pride in what they thought was you know their own nation um they were kind of holding it in you know they had a, was a black man as president you know you're just kind of holding all that in and now it's it's coming to light and it's i'm not even including necessarily all of these these shootings and things that have been going on right but even with you know people like like donald trump saying some of the things that he said coming into uh uh the limelight i mean this guy is the nominee yeah for the republican party right and some of the things that he's said some of the um stories that he's told some of the promises that he's made have, in my opinion, brought to light that there is a large group of people in this country who agree with him. The majority of the Republican Party agrees with him. And he's spewing a lot of these demons that are coming to the surface. And so now we're seeing all of these things manifest and come to the surface. And these 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 feelings and emotions that have are been rooted are coming to the surface and manifesting um and we're seeing it in front of our eyes i like that i like that a lot <laughs> that's that's what i feel about yeah no this. like i like that interpretation that that actually makes a lot of sense i guess my optimism has 
clouded me. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. No, but, no, you know I, I, I love the idea of hope. You know, the idea that you know once the demons come out, then we know the demons. It's up in front. It's known. We yeah. see it. It's right there. So now we know what to attack, and we can take it out. Uh, so man, I, I freaking pray we got a some badass angels out there. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then, like, one other thing I wanted to talk about um, when it comes to this song. He goes, no, I'm not poisoned. No, I'm not poisoned. And, like, that just to me was, like, it spoke to me, like, where, and this isn't even, like, on no, like, rap genius shit. Like, I was just thinking about it, like, like, I'm not poisoned to you. Like, back in the day, they had... I was looking things up and now I was listening to like interviews and stuff like that. Back in the day, they had something that was like called niggerology to where they would Hmm. try to, um, they would try to say that like, you know, black people, they have smaller brains or they don't have like the same type of, you know what I'm saying? Like the missing link. Exactly. Evolution, Darwinism, all that stuff. Right. So they were trying to say stuff like that in regards to um, African-Americans. And so when I hear this, no, I'm not poisoned, it's like we have to reintroduce the fact that we're humans all the fucking time. We're treated like animals. Yes. No, I'm not poisoned. No, I'm not an animal. I am just like you. I am just like you. And that's exactly what, like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's exactly what he's saying. Like, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm not this sub um, species of yours. Yeah, I'm just like you. And 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 this coming from Jay Z, this coming from Jay Z, the, the person that has been able to reach that came from where we're from, and has been able to get into those rooms where real niggas aren't allowed. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like he's been able to get to that point. So it's like, yeah, I'm not poison. I'm the same motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the same person as you. I can do everything that you do and probably better. Yeah. It's interesting that that you go back to that because I think it's 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 crazy. I was over at my buddy Eric's house. He mm-hmm. made me sit down and watch the first episode of Roots. Oh, damn. I forgot about that. He wanted us to watch that. Go ahead. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's kind of interesting that Roots has kind of made a rebirth now in 2016 when all this crazy shit is happening. Um, and I think, you know, Snoop spoke on Roots and he said, you know, fuck Roots, I'm not yeah. watching that racist shit. Right. But I think it's He was very, like, we don't need that anymore of this happening. Yeah. I think we do. I think people need to understand when we say Black Lives Matter. You know, when when those words are said, when the word black lives matter is said, it obviously doesn't mean only black lives matter. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it obviously means, you know, black lives matter, too. Right. And if I have to specify that to you, then you don't get the point. Right. So sometimes people might forget, like, what happened, like where black people came from in this right. country. Like, and you, you, you really need to understand what happened and, and, and where it came from and the mentality that was that was not just in the brains of the black people that came over, but the mentality that was that was raised and bred into the other side for generations and generations. Yep. They were told and taught and it. raised to think that black people were property and less yep. than humans. So, 
you know, I don't blame someone who was raised and taught a certain way um, their whole life. Uh, um, I, I try to understand where that person is coming from. But then on the flip side, you have to understand where the other person comes from, too. It can't be a one-way street. It can't be a one-way street. So you might say you're not racist because you know a black person or, you know, or because you employ Mexicans, Donald Trump. Yeah, that, get the fuck that, out that, of that here, That makes dude. you not a racist. If anything, that shows the exact same privilege that I was just talking about was being raised for generations and generations. Just not understanding what's going on. So I, what I propose is that we all just try to understand each other. Definitely. And you know where we need to start. I was actually listening to this interview um, by Jane Elliott, and she actually had a really good point. Um, if you don't know who Jane Elliott is, she is a basically a um, a teacher, and um, she also um, is an anti racism racism excuse me activist. So she is actually hired by corporate companies. She's hired by a lot of other places. She's hired to um, basically do what Hitler did: show the majority what the minority feels so what she does did was what when i say what what hitler did is take and gentrify um or not gentrify what is what's the word i'm looking for basically make the majority feel less than what they are so you know how hitler came and he's like no you have blue blue eyes you have brown eyes or whatever like we gotta we gotta get that get rid of that shit um i'm no i'm doing i'm fucking butchering this right now but basically <laughs> basically she's she she puts people into a room and she basically makes you feel ridiculous about yourself and and makes and basically shows you how your white privilege has blinded you and hmm. she's a old white lady herself from iowa my nigga like from corn, iowa corn. from the cornfield dude corn fed and you know what she said when she first ex- experienced white uh, racism what she say she said she experienced it from her grandfather i believe she said it was they he said don't bring home any like basically black person i'm paraphrasing but don't bring a black black motherfucker home and that's hard er (laughs) i don't know but um but that's what happened so the reason why i'm bringing up uh jane elliott is because what she said is that we from the day we're born we are not racist however all it takes is for one racist grandfather for one racist pre parent for one racist person to turn you one way or turn you the other and you know what else our system provides 18 years full of basically rhetoric and and schooling and education on how to be racist we know nothing about black culture we know nothing about asian culture We, we only know about white culture and what white culture has done for "Quote unquote," done for us. They won. I didn't know. What did you say? <laughs> they, they won. They won. Exactly. History is written by yes, by the winner. By the winner. Right. They did win, and that's what's happening. Is we are being conditioned for eighteen years of a life throughout all of our schooling. No matter where you go, you are being conditioned, and that's what's happening. So what we need to do is we need to change that conditioning. You know what? You know what? Just to bring it back to hip hop. Bring it back. Bring it Black back. Black star. Brown skin lady. You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> you know when he goes, man, I'm a victim of 400 years of conditioning. 
Even my conditioning has been it's conditioned. Been conditioned. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, there's some truth in that motherfucker. It was from a movie. I forget what the movie is off top because I'm a little too young for that movie. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, even my conditioning has been... <laughs> it's crazy. It like I just have to laugh at the, the fact that how crazy all this shit is. We are conditioned. And, and I'm a, a biracial human being. My she mother is, is white. She my is. father is I've dark. I've black. seen them. I've seen it. I've seen them. I've seen it with my eyes. My own two eyes. My own two eyes, I tell you. Ah! <laughs> okay, sorry. We got to do something ridiculous whenever we're in it. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's serious. But anyway, point blank period, something's got to change. Um, yeah. And let's just bring it back to hip hop because we're going yeah, on so, tangents here, and no, I know, it's okay. but it's I, a good, it's good to have these conversations. It's good to have this discussion. Can I poke fun at Jay Z real fast? Yeah, let's poke fun. Poke uh, fun. So in the song let's that some that, happy that we were here. that we were talking about in spiritual, this man said, "Sick of hiding in holes and behind hyperbole." Oh, hyperbole. <sighs> so, does anyone speak English? <laughs> I know there's 400 years of conditioning that's been conditioned, Jay Z, but you're you make enough money to be educated enough to know the difference between a hyperbole and a hyperbole. I know what you meant, but what you said was not a word. That's all. I mean, that's mm. that, that really uh, freaking pissed me off. Mm, Lupe's done that too. It's fine. I I don't like it. You don't like when people. I don't make like a grown. I don't like a grown man. Sure that they rhyme within their. You don't. You don't approve of that. I. I don't. Because Lupe did pass pert. Yeah. He said pass pert. Yeah. You, you didn't like that. I'm sure you said it, plenty of times. Being the. I'm pass pert. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Because I've heard someone probably. I. I. I more likely hear someone say pass pert. Yeah, man, I got so my it's, it's because nah, see, <laughs> it counts so kind of funny and stupid. No, no, no. Let me let me say. So, <laughs> the fact that he said hyper, hi, he said hyperbole, hyperbole, hyperbole instead of hyperbole. Um, the fact that hyperbole sounds way stupid, stupider than passport, because hyperbole like is has a better like what I don't what, understand. What was the the point of the song that Lupe was rapping when he said that? What was, it was the on, song? Uh, let's go to sleep in Paris. Oh, so it was some. So it was. It, it was. So some, he has to be educated it was some, on this. It was some commercial, just song he was just making to make a song that he was hoping would catch at that moment. It wasn't like a song that was supposed to show. Change enough, flip the. How do you know? Oh my God, I know what song it was. <laughs> he made a video for that song, so of course the label wanted that song. Of course they were like mispronounce some songs. Let's, some songs or some words? Some song lyrics. Let's go to sleep in Paris and wake up in Tokyo. Passport. Yeah, it's it, whatever, dude. It but th this was not one of those songs, Jay Z. This was not one of those songs where it was okay. Okay, okay, we'll get it. Hyperbole. hyperbole. I get it. God. I understand. It would have been way cooler if you'd found a way to rhyme hyperbole with something. Yeah, oh. well, you didn't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, what I will say is that apparently he wrote this song a long time ago. Uh-oh. He wrote it around the Mike Brown, and Got then it. he wanted to put it out, 
but then I think somebody was telling him, oh, you should put it out, you should put it out. And he was like, unfortunately, like, this shit's always going to happen. I could put it out at any time. And then this shit happened with Alta and, and then Philandro. And he's like, I got to do this. Yeah, Punch. Oh, it was a TDE thing. Punch said he should drop it when Mike Brown died. And he told him this issue will always be relevant. And he's hurt that he knew that, you know, his death wouldn't be the last. So that's what happened there. So, yeah, he had time to rewrite it. Yeah, he did he had, have time. He had time to fix that. Mm-hmm. Hyperbole. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> okay, you're going you're gonna to turn this somewhere else. Anyway, we have... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's just... Good. <sighs> He's you know, it's if peeves don't go away when injustices are in the in the no. yeah, okay like they they st- they're still there. If you're gonna use a big word in a rap song, use it correctly. <clears throat> Hyperbole. It's not even a big word, but okay. Anyway, another thing I wanted to go. He ahead. said it wrong, so obviously it's too big for his ass. I wish you could say that in front of Jay Z. I, I would. Wish, no, you wouldn't. I'd be like, I bet you two balls and a penis. I'd be like, Jay. I want to cut it off. Hove. You don't know how to say hyperbole? No, I, I'd probably write it on a piece of paper and put it in front of me. What does that say? Hyperbole. This guy. I'm going to move on from this hyperbole situation. Hyperbole! <laughs> um, moving on. All right. Jay-Z put out a song. Spiritual. Great. Loved it. Besides the one... Hyperbole! Apparently. And then we move on to the fact that... um. The game and Snoop, they actually met with the cops in um, L.A. They, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They actually went and did. Um, that, that was very constructive. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. We need to see more of that. See definitely a lot. Action. Action, exactly. It, people taking positive steps to actually facilitate change. So what, what Snoop and game did was inadvertently walk into a uh, police academy graduation ceremony. Yep. Um, And they ended up being able to have a talk with the mayor and chief of police. Yep. Um, Which was also not expected. It was actually a lot better than I had expected. When I had initially thought, "Uh uh-oh, game and Snoop going downtown. Why do you think that? Because game is known for just doing a lot of crazy things. Snoop, not so much. Snoop, I actually had Did more. You watch faith a lot in. of games interviews. I've seen a few. Okay, never mind then. I've seen. I a mean few. that that it just explains your um, perception. I've seen I watched, a few. Yeah, yeah. I've I watched some, and I think that he actually has that side to him, to where he can be okay, bull bomb and belected, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Go ahead. Um, no, no, no. But that's good to know. Um, but I just, I didn't have my hopes high um, when the game's name was involved. Um, but then when I actually did see the press conference, when I actually did uh, listen to some of the reactions of the people that were there, um, I was very, I was very impressed, um, not just so much by the game and by Snoop, but by... Um, the police department and being so accepting and having them come in and speak and actually seem like they were taking them seriously. Um, so I, I, I think kind of 
how I was saying before, how we need to see it from both sides. I feel like that was a moment where they were able to see it from both sides and where both sides kind of surprised me in kind of the common sense things that they said. You know, common sense things like, you know, what Game was talking about, having to talk to his daughter about this thing. Yeah, bring that up, man. Um, You know, when... Uh, that was... That was. <laughs> it, it, it was crazy when, you know, he's... Hit her. He has to explain to his daughter, you know, what's happening in the news. You know, why do they keep killing us? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a very real moment. Yeah. Uh, and I was able to see game for not the rapper, you know, not for this. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. What else does game do besides rap? Just like go out and give fans money for no reason. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. You know popping up on uh he was on that show that uh tyra bank show on um, the, the model top show. model yeah he just popped in yeah he also has a show where he um he was on reality shows like the reality? niggas getting money right like you know it's a hassle but you know i have this problem we talked about it last time yes we did me thinking that rich people aren't people yes <laughs> this 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 man has a daughter and he has real issues and problems he has to deal with with his daughter yes he does um and this being one of them you know and and from listening to the police chief's response to the conversation it was as if he saw them as real people the way he was responding to them was as if um this me and these men had conversations uh and we spoke about things and um, I saw where they were coming from. They saw where we were coming from and, right. and, and we, we found some common ground. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that needs to happen on a more, on a more uh, macro scale. Yeah. Not a micro micro. Uh, we need some, you know, some people to just come together and have real conversations and stop hiding behind uh, different, you know, racial backgrounds, hiding behind, um, black and white and orange and yellow and hiding behind what the media says that we should be feeling about each other right. and actually start talking about what we can actually do to have peace on both sides. Yep. We need people to stop saying things like Rudy Giuliani said. Oh my God. We need people to stop uh, thinking that black lives matter only means black lives matter. We need to stop ha- saying say that, them saying name. We need well because he he went, he popped off at the mouth and he said some stupid shit like blue lives matter, Asian lives matter, and did you hear about that whole thing that he said yes, too? Yes, of course. Ridiculous. Of course he said I that did. that we need to. I'm not even gonna fucking repeat that shit because homeboy doesn't need any more. He said so what that one out of every so many black people is killed by uh killed by a white cop. We need no, to ninety percent of them are killed by other black people. Yeah, well, we need to, you know and what? we need to respect the fact that the police actually, officer is, actually is protecting he us. He said ninety nine point nine, which well, was even based in fact. Well, what he was trying to say, he was trying to say that we need to respect the fact that the police are trying to protect us from the little black boy that's going to shoot us. Right, and that shit pissed me the fuck. The off. cops are like protecting that, us. No, from no, the, no, you're not. Because if you were, you wouldn't be shooting us in cold fucking fucking cold murder right there if you were protecting us why are you shooting us from from somebody like this little black boy yeah he might we might we do have a black on black crime 
epidemic. We're not discounting that. How come we can't have more than one conversation at one time? We can. How come we have to say, no, this conversation doesn't exist anymore because we're talking about this right now? No. What we're talking about is the fact that cops are are shooting predominantly our race at an alarming fucking rate. Yeah, we are continually we, we are continually considered animals. We are continually hunted as animals. And until that fucking stops, until the police understand that that shit is something that they are 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 perpetuating and something that they don't have the train like that they're they're training their their police officers to do, the, this shit's not going to stop. Nope. And we need ugh, I can't even ugh. It's disgusting. It is. It's fucking disgusting. I told you I was going to get the emotional before we started this yeah, shit. Yeah, no, and I mean, you brought up Giuliani, and I th- I mean, that was just, that was... Because he said some stupid shit. <sighs> he said some stupid fucking shit, and it's ridiculous. And it was wrong. He said 99% of... of I'm not even of, fucking of caring about his numbers. It's wrong. Like, it's wrong. dude, we, we already know you're fucking not factual from but all you, the other stupid you, shit that you used to but say. But you know that, like, most, most races who... Who do you think kills the most white people in this country? White people. Yes. Who do you think kills the most Asian people in this country? Asian people. We all no kill. No shit. Duh. <laughs> like fucking duh. Are you fucking serious? The fuck do you, are, what are you saying right now? You're saying How are you even nothing. a fucking mayor? I heard he did okay as a mayor. I mean, sure. Hmm. I'm sure someone said that. Crime was down. Yeah, Probably crime, because crime he was, killed all the black people. No, <laughs> crime was down because all the white cops were protecting all the black people from killing themselves. Oh, there you go. Boom. Actually, crime was down because crime was down over the entire country at the time. But, fucking you know. nutcase. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, we don't even want to talk about Rudy right now. Anyway, that <laughs> hey <guys>. is... <laughs> Restart. Sure. That it, guy. It's just so infuriating sometimes. It's just It just gets me so fucking riled up. Um... Anyway, I'm going to move on from that. We already know what's going on. Like We, we appreciate Game and Snoop and their efforts to go in. And I hope that this resonates throughout the rest of um, our hip-hop culture and, and even the athletes. Because we already know that Carmelo Anthony put out a long statement, yeah. statement um, uh, just basically calling athletes to, to action and saying, like, hey, we, we have this platform. Let's make sure that we speak up and we use it the same way that the artists are, basically. And... and we need to make sure we do that. Beyonce put out a video montage. Uh, T.I. was walking in Atlanta. Um, there's been a lot of, just to, to go into yeah, like you I mean, know the, the artist aspect, Like there's been a lot Vic of Mince activity is, there. Vic Mintz has been involved you know, since before this about getting people out to vote. Yes. Um, His whole EP is dedicated to that. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's definitely been people uh, trying to make a change and, and try to get people involved, actively involved, in, in doing things that that um, can actually bring about the change that um, we all want to see. Um, and I'm sure if, if you want to get involved in making any changes, um, there are places that you can go. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely leave some links down in the description for oh, you guys definitely. for some things that, that you can get involved with. Um, I can give you two right now. I can give you two. Uh, hip, if you want to just go to hiphopcaucus.org. Yep. That hip-hop one, caucus, um, if because yeah. we understand you're listening to this hip-hop podcast because it's a hip-hop podcast. Um, go to hiphopcaucus.org, and that will give you more information in regards to like how hip-hop and politics are 
um, involved. And then um, we also have Respect My Vote. Yeah. You can even just look up that hashtag and you can find a lot of things that, I mean, Vic Mensa will give you his album for free if you uh, pledge to vote. Yeah. Or so, have, or pledge so the, to, yeah. The whole thing with this stuff, guys, is, you know, I I hate when people try to give pleas and, 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 and try to talk up a specific cause and action so that you can have a cause in action for their side or so you can go out and vote for their candidate this has nothing to do with with my candidate with with uh, my cohort's candidate uh it has everything to do with what you want and what you feel like you need for your community exactly. so if you want your voice to be heard then you need to go out and make it be heard um that doesn't mean go out shooting cops right that doesn't mean meeting violence with violence. Right. That means finding ways that you can uh, get your ideas heard um, and meet other people who have common ideas as you um, and that you can pull your resources together and, and then try to make things happen. Um, but the, the idea is coming together for, like you were saying, why can't we have more than one conversation at once? Why can't we all come together for more than one type of change? Exactly. You know, why can't we use this as a, a springboard for, you know, uh, raising minimum wage, mm -hmm. you know, or for other things that actually directly impact our, uh, our community. Um, so you got to think big guys. Um, and it, you know, starts well, actually, with the smallest thing. And that's what I was going to say is actually getting involved in your community right now. Like I just recently registered to vote within illinois because i don't ever and you know what i'm saying I, I recently got my my illinois license i've been here two years but you know what better late than never but um starting with your community the places where you can see the most change like just going back to what cedric said is that um we're not we're not here to to make sure that you vote for a particular party we're not here to make sure you vote for a particular um candidate we're here to make sure that you actually look into the place where you can make the most change is within your community your um your congressman your mayor your alderman um, here in chicago all, we have aldermen yes exactly so like all of that information all of that um those those people and all of the of that um I don't know. I'm losing my words right now, but you might have uh, city council reps. City council are. rep, like yeah. all of that stuff is you can directly affect you if, if all you have to do is get inspired. All you have to do is just get involved, get Googling. inspired and involved. Google is your fucking, you already Google all of this other shit when it comes to like Ritomi Kwan fucking up lyrics at the <laughs> Hip Hop Honor Awards. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker got on a Coogee sweater, thinks it's all good. Oh, oh the Coogee sweater God. will bring the lyrics to me. And it didn't, motherfucker. Um, but that's what I'm saying is that you can't like. can't just wear Tim's in a Coogee sweater and thank you, Biggie. Exactly. You can't do that. <laughs> You can't just <laughs> you can't just wear a dashiki and think you Muhammad Ali. Exactly, and you guys love how I put that little jab in there, right? They're like, uh. anyway, Damn. but um, but like that's all I'm saying is that you can you can actually affect your what's going on in your community and 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 make sure that that spreads throughout because it always starts with where you you are at home. Yeah, so. and where you are is where you spend most of your time. Mm-hmm. 
and you'll and that's where you'll 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 know the most that's where you'll you'll know exactly what you need like you know what i always see this one dip in the road that i hate and i always go right. over it and it all i always have to get my tires fixed after that dip in the road you can go and you can write somebody you can vote for somebody that will actually make sure that that dip in the road gets fixed and so on and, th- and it's a ripple effect you have to make sure that you understand exactly what's going on and that's the thing guys you need to understand what's going on you need information you need facts you need to know who's in charge of making the decisions that are most important for you. And we are very fortunate to live in a time where that information is literally as close as uh, a, a slowpoke is. Ha! Pokemon Go. It's, it's, it's right in your fingertips. I got one. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, it's, 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 it's right at your fingertips, guys. It literally uh, is. So use that power. They don't want you to know. They don't want you to know you have this power. They mm-hmm. don't want you to know that if you look up your your local rep or local congressman and they vote for some bullshit, you know what? You can vote them out next year. Yep. Major key alert. You can do that. So so understand you have that power and also understand, oh man, this is getting kind of political, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, uh so I'm sure you guys have also heard about the UK leaving the Eurozone. And so with that happening... Yo, I kind of just heard about that today. Tell me about it, yo. And so if, if you understand, we had this thing called the EU. Uh, it was the European Union where a bunch of European countries got together, sort of like the United States of America got together. And so when you have the United States of America, you have 50 states that are kind of run independently, but still under the same umbrella, which is the federal Federal government. government. Mm -hmm. So when you have that, you have essentially 50 independent little countries, but still giving money to one bigger country to make bigger decisions. Mm-hmm. which is brilliant and took over the entire world and we're winning 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 however the uk tried to come back with the eu where the separate countries tried to come together and create a similar union however it was not a perfect union great mm-hmm. britain one of the more powerful nations in this union decided from the get-go we're not switching over to your universal currency so great britain never switched over to the euro they always had the pound mm-hmm in my mind, that always meant they always had one foot out the door anyway. Right. So then, lo and behold, um, times change. Um, this whole nationalist um, agenda kind of takes root, kind of how it has here in America. Um, and the people voted to leave the European Union. Now, how do I say this This compares to us? Uh, not, not so much, but I'll make it work. So... <laughs> The way that it works for us is that um, what Britain is losing on, in my opinion, is the ability of collective bargaining, whereas they can package their goods with other nations in Europe. And when they sell those goods abroad, um, they can uh, use all of their power together to get a better price. Mm. Okay. Um, And so... It's kind of like here in America, you know, if, if, if I'm yelling and someone uh, uh, two blocks away is yelling and someone two blocks away from that person is yelling, we're not going to be heard. But if we all come together at one place, if, if we all c- collect together and bargain together, then we can 
have a much bigger change than if we're just yelling individually. And so I feel like Britain is taking a step back and they're going to just be yelling individually on their own uh, while the rest of Europe is yelling together as a group. And us here in America, we need to come together. Um, whether you're black, right, it doesn't matter. Um, this is a, a moment in time where there's a lot of issues that are coming to light and we can all come together around a lot of little things that collectively can make all of our lives better. I just had to give you a goddamn cough. Or not cough, clap. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a Sick ass. <laughs> nah, dude. I love that analogy. I love everything that you just said. One, I just learned something. Two, I was able to relate to it with the way that you just fucking brought it back. Jesus Christ. That was awesome. I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. No, like that was that was spot on. If one person's yelling, like we're not going to hear two blocks. Like, yeah, we might hear the faintness of it, but it doesn't matter for what's going on in my block. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Good job. Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. Yeah, that's, that's fucking poking fun at the English. Spot on. But anyway, <laughs> um, I know this was a very politically charged um, podcast today. Um, but this is just something that needed to be said. It's something yeah. that everyone needs to hear. I mean, we're gonna put we're throwing our two cents on there. We have our podcast. We understand that we don't have as big of an audience as we'd like, but we have our audience. And if we can touch somebody and say something to someone and actually inspire someone to do something, we've done our job. Amen. Um, Go vote. Seriously, just do it. Like a not, and, and you know what? What kind of sort of hurt my heart to hear but i still love him yeah schoolboy q said he doesn't want to vote it hurt my heart he said did he explain why he said that shit don't matter to me all i care about is my homies and and what's going on with my family like my daughter whatever whatever when did he say that he said that on hot 97 when Date. recently <sighs> so it hurt my heart to hear that yeah but I still think that motherfucker is a beast. Yeah. Um, it hurt my heart just because, like, you know that if you vote, that shit directly affects your daughter. That shit directly right. affects your homies. And when you're when you're rich, it actually d- affects you a lot. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> he said it on Hot ninety seven. You can hear, like, like they didn't want to go into it, too. Like, you can hear, like, Ebro and, and Rosenberg, they were like, eh, we got to leave that alone. Like, Don't school even want to. Schoolboy is in his own little, you know, like, but but when when you're a product of that environment sometimes, like, I don't even want to give him the excuse of that, but, like, I just, it just hurt my heart to hear that. I was just like, dude, you have nah, a daughter. man, because, you know, he has a daughter. You know, how many Snoop references does he make? You know? Yeah. And and Snoop is standing up doing this stuff, so he's 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 making a choice to not be involved. Which you know what I I can't judge the man based on his own choice. We have to respect um, the choice. I have to, you know, because I'm not in his shoes and I don't right. I'm not living his life. Um, but I don't understand how a man with a daughter could not see the importance of voting. Voting. So yeah. I. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't get it. But on a lighter note, I will say kudos to you, Schoolboy Q, because you had one amazing album. Yeah, it was pretty pretty damn good. I liked it a lot. 
It was pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Should we, uh, well, we got three minutes until we make it an hour. We'll talk about it next time. Next time on WAND Wand. The hell? <laughs> totally just made that up. Uh, dude, um, I think we're good. Any final words to the um, people? Final words. Vote. Vote. Um. Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vote. No. Um, um. Yeah. Yeah. No, because you kept saying, um, uh, duh. No, nah, like, vote. Make sure your voice is heard. Keep the dialogue going. Keep talking to pe- people about this shit. You know? Yeah. That's all I, that's all I can say. Cool. What about you? Uh, you know, uh, vote. All right, so you're saying the same thing I said. Stay aware. Yeah, stay Read. woke. Stay woke. I see you, Jesse Williams. Anyway. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, we are on. <laughs> we are online. We have our own website. Website! Website is throughthecrate.com. Dot com, that easy. That is T-H-R-O-U-G-H-T-H-E-C-R-A-T. T E dot com. Mm. We are also on SoundCloud. You can yeah. search us if you search through the crate. Yes. You will find us on SoundCloud. We're yes. also on Instagram yes. at Instagram at through the crate on Instagram. Yes. Um, on Twitter at through the crate on Twitter. Everything yes. is at through the crate. Please follow us. Please support. Show us your love. Um, and we out this bitch. Deuces. See ya.